Good morning, Thursday, already January 25th. Mm. We're a month away from Christmas. How about that? Today we're talking about, uh, we'll call it Tesla's drudgery, a brand new dealer amongst the ranks, and lions before pickups. Everywhere I go, the people really want that's to know. Why, actually, that's not why I wore the lion shirt today. You did. You wore a lion shirt. I don't know. Maybe it's just I saw this story because I had a lion shirt on. I have a, a shirt on right now of a roaring lion with an eye patch, like a pirate. And I was like, I only wear this shirt when I feel this way. And our producer, Nathan's like, I've never seen you wear that shirt before. I was like, I haven't felt this way in a long time. Ready to go. But I feel Ready this way about go. just about everything that's going on right now. Um, we have a new auto collabs episode coming out today. This one's great. David Spizak. Uh, there is a whole side of David Spizak that this world has not seen, or at that's least this industry so has not true. seen. You're like, oh, everybody knows him for his auto stuff. Everybody knows and him it, for how his profitable his chip was before COVID, right? And it's like, no, this guy is not just a wealth of information and knowledge, but a wealth of just wild history. He's so, hilarious. He was a stand-up yeah, comedian. That. Yes, that's a true story. Ask him about him sometime. He will tell you all about it. But now that I know that, like I, I check out some of his responses like in our podcast, and I was like, he's really funny. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so you can check that out on any podcast platform, Auto Collab, C-O-L-L-A-B-S. Just search that up. Let's do it. We'll also um, have that. You see, even the, the picture that we have on the screen right now of him, that I feel like that's like the cover of his like stand-up comedy tour. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring it back. We should. Oh, my goodness. Wild. A Sorukan? Ah, oh, you heard, you saw it. You saw it coming. Okay, maybe we'll convince him to do a quick like four-minute set at a Sorukan. He's going to do it. He's going to do he's it. He's absolutely going to do it. It's over. We have some amazing Asotocon. texting him. Text <laughs> we have some amazing Asotocon announcements coming soon. We have locked up our keynote speaker, and it is going to be on fire. Let me just tell you. No doubt. Um, no we doubt. also we also have, like, this really cool partnership going with a breakfast that we're going to be having one of the mornings. Uh, you know, that breakfast time is kind of wasted usually. People will be dragging in. We're going to have a really awesome, awesome breakfast event. Maybe two, but for surely one. So uh, we haven't announced anything yet. There's really nothing up yet on the asotucon.com site, uh, except for the ability to buy tickets. <laughs> um, yep. But we have lots of speakers ready to launch our keynote announcement, our breakfast thing. So early bird tickets are on sale now. Um, if you feel so obliged, it would be a great time to get it. And we always give our early ticket buyers a little extra love. I'm just going to put it there. Come on in. What else is going on, man? We th this broom post. Kyle. I, th uh, this is what this is what I'm gonna say. Well, we've got NADA. We've got a more than cars thing on Thursday. You gotta go to our LinkedIn. You gotta check that out. Oh, please be there if you're at NADA. The community has to show up. But Paul, I know that like we're in announcement mode and sometimes podcasty world when it gets it. But yeah. this is the real thing. I've been in retail auto for going on 15 years now. I don't think I've ever had this feeling in January. Where like the entire industry is not taking a breath. Nope. It is full throttle. I've actually had three calls this week with other people in the industry that I've asked the question, like, do you feel like this January just feels different? Oh, it feels like this Everybody lion shirt. It feels like Everybody. this lion shirt, doesn't it? It's the lion it? shirt. It's the lion shirt, man. Let's go. I, I agree. <laughs> there everybody is. is is really full throttle's the way to go. And the crazy part is it is stark contrast. To what's going on in like the rest of the news like right. you and i scour the news every day we're in reuters wall street journal yeah. the verge right we were in all of them to, and 
my wife, she was telling me about something that happened in the news. I was like, oh, I don't, I, I didn't really hear about it. She's like, I thought you read the news every morning. I was like, no, I skip most the of the junk. news every morning and That's I go to right. auto industry news and the rest of the world's like, they're having a hard time. Automotive is like, whatever happens out there, we're going to make it great Pivot. this year. So. It's so exciting. And one of those things um, is this LinkedIn post we made uh, called Dear Vroom Employees, where we actually uh, posted a, a sheet that has six to 700 names and LinkedIn profiles of displaced roommates, as they call themselves. And um, really, that's with the intention of helping them find a home inside the auto industry. Um, obviously they worked for Vroom, but we wanna bring them into the uh, franchise dealer network and show them how amazing it is. And that post has just gone off the hook. Um, so if you haven't is, seen it. There is a sales team that's in Texas, 13 people. Their manager is working to get them jobs right now. I know of three dealer groups that are all after these 13 people. That's, like, there you go. That's fire. That is what this More Than Cars community <laughs> is all about. And it's pretty awesome to watch people coming in. Um, Shawnee, we're, uh, in the live stream comments, Shawnee Richardson is in here and she says, we're so grateful. That's right. She dropped in the comments as a room. Welcome, Shawnee. Welcome. You're part of the family. We're just saying that. Part of, part of the audience. All right. And NADA is coming up seven days. Uh, we're going to be coming in hot. We're going to be there every day. Kyle already mentioned it. We are having uh, a SODU More Than Cars meetup on Thursday, right next to registration at the NADA live stage. Uh, 3.15 to 3.30, we'll be on stage with uh, dealer Andy Gelcher uh, talking about the More Than Cars docuseries we've been making, showing some previews, and then we're going to have a big old meetup. If you're there and you're part of this community, we have swag for you. We have these More Than Cars pins. We have More Than Cars stickers so you can put it on your badge so you can rep it uh, to everybody and bring them in. So make sure you come see us. If you can't catch us at the live stage, but you see us walking around, let us know. We'll give you a pin. We want these things walking around all around the floor. Let's get into some news. You Let's say? drop into it. All right. Yesterday now. came with some mixed news during Tesla's earnings call as the stock price fell 7% on the news that the company missed earnings again for the second quarter in a row, losing about $50 billion in market value. Uh, I know. Elon, CEO Elon Musk confirmed plans for launching a low-cost electric vehicle in late 2025. Uh, we talked about this a little yesterday. He confirmed it. They're going to be producing the vehicle in Texas to begin with so they can be close to the lines. So he said, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes with this low-cost vehicle in design and how we manufacture it. Um, the, the vehicle is going to be potentially priced around that $25,000 price point. And so he, he said this, end quote, we'll basically be sleeping on the line. And I'm Which like... I brought up that I'm reading this book for Elon. I don't know if you know that. He means like, it. He means it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so uh, here's there's obviously a lot of changes going on, but um, Michael Houston, chief market analyst at CMC Market, said the problem for Tesla is any significant attempt to boost sales from here on will need to be achieved uh, at the cost of further falls in operating margin, right? Price cuts due to having to compete with BYD in China as well as increased competition elsewhere. So uh, following Tesla's announcement, actually 10 brokerages upgraded the stock and said, okay, they're living in reality basically. And wow. they set the target 9% higher than it, than it was at close. Uh, but all the EV market um, market pe uh, participants like Rivian, Lucid, Fisker, uh, they're all down between like one and two and a half percent. So um, a little EV reality, just, you know, when Tesla says it and they're not optimistic, you know, um, I think, I, I think, think this here. is the this is the year. This is the pivot year. This is like the gap year for for EVs. Can it sustain 
and get to the next layer. Mm -hmm. And that's going to rely on legacy automakers and, and brand new OEMs that are in the market, including Tesla, to figure out whether or not they can bridge the gap of consumer interest to that next layer of adoption, right? Yep. And that's what I think you're seeing in the stock prices is like, are they going to figure out how to utilize tax breaks, pricing, the right type of vehicle sets, um, the right, uh, you know, the right type of vehicle? Are they going to be able to navigate all the OEMs combined this like gap? Because we've kind of run out of the early adopters. And can we get to that next layer of adoption? If they get there, it's like up and to Strong. the right. Yep. Uh, if it doesn't, like this is the this is the breakpoint year in my opinion. Yep. Well, speaking Same. of bridging the gap. Segway. It's a new one for us. We haven't done this yet on the show, but today we're celebrating a member of the next generation of dealers as Kate Foppel Gilles, uh Graylish, who grew up in the auto industry, she took a significant step and we want to celebrate with her by acquiring her own dealership, uh, Kate Foppel Ford in Henderson, Kentucky. So she's the daughter of Ron Foppel, um, been working in the dealership since she's been 15. It's a Chevy GMC dealership. She's been serving as the GM of that store since 2021 and has always wanted her own store. Now she has it. Uh, so obviously a very common story in automotive, but not so much common anymore with all the acquisitions and consolidations going on. We love to celebrate this next generation. She said, uh, talking to Evansville Living Magazine, it's pretty cool. It's a lot of pressure. I'm not going to lie, uh, but it's really neat. And she's excited. Uh, Mark Shackelford, senior, uh, the senior partner of Texas and Midwest offices for performance brokerage service who brokered the deal. Um, they said, we had the pleasure of working with Kate and her father, Ron, in the acquisition of Henderson Ford. We're honored to play a part in Kate's next chapter of having her own store and expanding the family business that's part been part of the Henderson community for over 20 years. We wish her the best of luck in her new venture. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Commentary. <Like>. Yes. <laughs> All the people said yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this is this is amazing. I love uh, I love seeing stories like this and seeing people take advantage of their their own growth and purchase their own things. And uh, I've hear I'm hearing this like renewed energy around the next generation, not to just rest on their laurels, but to say like, no, 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 I'm going after it too. Yes. Um, and this is that. Story. You know who does a great job with this? Uh, NAMAD, if you don't know about NAMAD, you probably haven't been in our content, that National Association of Minority Auto Dealers, they have a program called Next Gen. And every time, and every year we're at the NAMAD conference, we get to meet these young, motivated, talented people who are just ready to take on the challenges of becoming an auto dealer, a lot of them for the first time. And so yep. I, know, I know there's other programs like that, but I, maybe we've just been in, in closer proximity to that. And I think that's kind of the lifeblood. Another dealer, right? Um, one of our Soto investors, Dan Bannister, his kids went to college, have decided now they're coming into the family dealership group. Yes. Dan Bannister was a first generation car dealer. And now we're watching that pass to the second generation. So like all that energy, I mean, the automotive industry might be one of the last family business industries in the country. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is the new generation is excited about the tech opportunity too. Absolutely. So it's right. not just this, they're like, not scared I can make money it. doing this. Yes. They're like, oh, this actually, this actually paints to the things that I'm interested in. And so they're not afraid of it. They're actually excited about it. I think we're going to see some real innovation out of the, the second and third gen dealers. Speaking of some real innovation. Stop. Hey. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> so 
as we are because we've adopted the Lions we have. here at Team Minnesota. General Motors is also embracing uh, the Detroit Lions' historic NFL playoff run by adjusting its work schedules at their Flint assembly plant, delaying the third shift at uh, Flint assembly where Chevy Silverados and GMC Sierras are built so that workers can watch the NFC championship oh, game. Yes. Uh, normally this, the shift is set for nine 45 PM will now commence at 10 45 PM. Uh, so that will align with uh, the game ending GM spokesperson. Kevin Kelly highlights the decision as a nod to a quote, rare moment in Detroit, Detroit sports history. Uh, just trying to make sure that the, the team feels uh, like they know that everybody's committed to them. Um, uh, if, if you've seen, uh, also there was a, uh, G, uh, digital logo, logo modification so to good. support the team, which is so smart. Like why not lean in? You are Detroit. And the blue is already the right blue. It's already the right blue. I, I love this story when I read it. So Barry Sanders, but despite being from Philly, Barry Sanders was actually my favorite football player growing up. Really? Legendary running back for the Detroit Lions. The man could run yards when he had zero to work with. Let's face it. Zero (laughs) protection, zero to work with. They should have just given him the ball and be like, see if you can get to the other side, Barry. We're counting on you. Yeah, we're counting on you. But this move is such a Philly move to like, Everything's closing down. There's nothing more important right now than this football game and this football team. Yeah. Um, it's it's a shot in the arm for the city. I think it's, you know, unless you're a 49ers fan, which we know, David Spizak, 49ers fan. I think Michael Woods, a 49ers fan. Like a bunch of people, right? You can root for your team, but there's some Chiefs fans. Eh. But the reality is everyone else right now is a Lions fan, including yes. us, including Absolutely. us. <laughs> well, Kudos, GM. Look, uh, we're also massive, massive fans of you. Thanks for being here on the live stream, listening to the podcast. If you don't get the email, go to asodu.com, get the daily email. It's another little dose of this, and we will see you here tomorrow. Tomorrow.